A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, finally up to the end of The Witch's Familiar. Um, so, uh, Missy is... Uh, has said, you know, it wasn't me who ran, it was you. Uh, and Because the doctors told her to run because she tried to get him to kill Clara when Clara was in the Dalek tin can. Um, the sewers uh, <laughs> growing. And in the control centre, the Supreme Dalek says, emergency control is compromised. The brown and black goo oozes Everywhere, like it is a lot, and it is worse in my imagination now than when I actually watched it. I remember watching it, going, "Oh, that's kind of gross." Um, but now that I think about it, I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's double." I don't know why I can imagine smelling it. <laughs> it just—it's. Did anyone have to go to a sewage farm at school? Like, was an excur- We had to go to a sewage farm on an excursion, and it was a lot. Um, I think like year nine or 10 from biology class. And I was like, oh man, I am not doing this anymore. Like when I finish school and I go to university, I'm not doing this. Um, Little did I know I wouldn't actually finish university until I was 52. But that's another story. 15-year-old me was not aware (laughs) that it was going to take another 40 years before I finished my degree. Um, Oh, I'm still feeling sick about the... (laughs) 
to dollar goo. I'm going to call it goo because calling it the other word is probably what's doing me in. Um, the doctor and Clara run into the control centre and a, a giant pylon falls down and blows up a Dalek. It's a really effective shot. Like, it's like, oh, wow. They actually blew up a Dalek here. Like, you know, like there are a couple of times when we were watching Remembrance of the Daleks, like especially when the special weapons Dalek blew up those two Daleks and there was just rubble on the ground. It's like... Yeah, I don't think you actually blew up Daleks. I think there was an explosion um, and you removed the Daleks and it was just like a quick cut between scenes. <laughs> That's kind of... It doesn't look like a jarring cut, but I honestly don't believe that, there were, that they blew up Daleks so much. It was just rubble in the making of it. But this one looks like, oh, yeah, we squished a Dalek and fire came out. Um uh, the doctor tells the supreme Dalek that the sewers are revolting. I mean, come on, Stephen Moffat. <laughs> this is like uh, part of me wonders if this pun is the reason this entire episode exists. Like he's gone, the sewers are revolting. Um, Yes, sewers are revolting. They're full of effluent and waste and and fatbergs um, and, and terrifying rats. Um, oh, yeah, I read a... I think I was reading The Stand, the Stephen King book, which is like thousands of pages. Um, and there's a whole sequence where they're trying to escape New York through the sewers and it is a lot. Uh, and there are rats everywhere and, like, it's just, you feel it stinks. Like, just, it's just, the description is horrible. But, yeah, I wonder if Stephen Moffat has gone, the sewers are revolting. Sewers, yes, lots of poop. It is revolting. What about the other term of revolting? What about as a revolution? What about that kind of revolting? Um, and that I'd like, I don't, I don't like to imagine what goes on in Stephen Moffat's brain, but that is, if, if, if this is, <laughs> if this is a joke in search of a plot, I am furious with it. Um, <laughs> it's a pun in search of a plot. Um, cause sometimes at work I get that. I'm like, yeah, this is a really funny joke, but this question is, does not justify it. <laughs> I'm like... This is a joke in search of a question. Like, you, the question needs to be good and then we can have the joke. But we shouldn't... Like, don't let the tail wag the dog. Um, I'm sure that's not the case here because Moffat is such an inventive creator that he's just, you know, gotten to this point and gone, oh, here is a delicious pun. The word delicious probably shouldn't be used in this context. But here is a... <laughs> Here's a pun um, about poop and uh, civil wars on on Scaro as inspired by Davros's silly plan to get the Doctor to give his regeneration energy to the Daleks. Like, Um, anyway, the sewers are revolting. (laughs) It's It's... very inappropriate. Um, the Supreme Dalek says, assist or you'll be exterminated. And they all shoot the Doctor, but the beams bounce off. Um, and the Doctor's like, it's the TARDIS force field. And he's like, they just... They destroyed the TARDIS. They're like, no, the TARDIS was destroyed. He goes, no, no, it's still here. Uh, it was the hostile action dispersal system of the HADS. Like, the HADS goes back to the... Just go back to, like, the 
Trout, maybe even the um, uh, Hartnell era. Era. I'm going to look it up. Uh, it was the hostile action displacement si- system. <laughs> um, I mean, it could be later, uh, but yeah. But, I mean, it was. It's come up before um, in the recent ones. The I think it's in Cold War. It turns up. Um, oh, it, it's yeah. The hostile action displacement system. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Unless it wasn't really on in the show. I'm sure it was in the show a long time ago. Um, anyway, uh, someone can let me know. I'm very confused by it. Um, <laughs> maybe it was in a book and not the, the actual TV show. Who knows? Um, oh no, it's in the Crotons. Oh my God. (laughs) The Crotons. I love the Crotons. It's a bit messy. Um, anyway, it was the displacement system where the TARDIS would go somewhere else. But here the HADS is the hostile action dispersal system. Um, and all the Doctor needs to do is send a signal from his Sonic and it will reform itself. And Clara's like, you don't have your Sonic. Uh, and he says, oh, I'm all about wearable technology now. And puts on his sunglasses. Um, and he presses the Sonnies and they make the Sonic screwdriver sound. Um, oh, wow. Like, And I guess wearable technology, when this came out, well, people would, like the Apple Watch was just starting to be a thing. Or was this around the time of Google Glass, which um, did not take off? Uh, apparently Google Glass, which is the glasses that have like, you know, you can see things in them. Apparently they use that a lot in industry. Like it's really good for building things. Like it would be great for making Ikea furniture. <laughs> Google Glass would be the best for that. Anyway, Apple are making their (laughs) $7,000 3D glasses or whatever they are. Uh, So, yeah. Like, I wouldn't even pay that much for, like, a video game console. I don't know why I'd pay that much for a pair of glasses. Like, that look like a weird visor. Um, Anyway, it's the future. Uh, So, the Doctor uses his Sonic Sunnies uh, and the, the TARDIS restructures itself around them. Um, meanwhile, Missy is caught by a whole bunch of Daleks as the floor wobbles. And she says, I've just had a very clever idea. Um, the Doctor and Clara are watching from afar as plumes of Dalek poop erupt out of the city like volcanoes. It's too much. Um... (laughs) The doctor tells Clara the Daleks shouldn't that a Dalek shouldn't have understood mercy and like he's like, how did that idea get into the DNA of the Daleks? And he realizes something and runs off. Um then we see the TARDIS appearing again, the wheezing groaning noise. Uh and the doctor is standing in front of Child Davros. Uh, with the Dalek gun, as we saw at the end of the last episode. And he yells, exterminate, and then shoots all the hand mines. Oh, that's what that cliffhanger was about. Um, And baby Davros asks which side he's on. And the Doctor says, none of that matters. Friends, enemies, as long as there's mercy. And then they take each other's hands and they walk out into the fog. Oh, bless. Uh, 
All right. I would love your thoughts, your theories on The Witch's Familiar and The Magician's Apprentice. Um, send them over. Uh, or you can talk about it in the uh, Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group. Also, if you're into Star Trek uh, and you've been watching Strange New Worlds and you're a, a Captain Pike Space Daddy lover, um, <laughs> please. He's younger than me. I don't know why I keep calling him Space Daddy. Um <laughs> Jump on uh, or at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. I'd love to hear from you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.